This is Wyman and Bob on Seattle Sports, powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. It is time for our Seahawks player spotlight. We do every single day here with Wyman and Bob, Seattle Sports on 710. A pleasure to speak with this man, an even bigger pleasure to see him back out on the field. For the love of God, we needed him. He is with us on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. He is Abraham Lucas. Abe, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. I, I would imagine you're happy to be back. How how did you handle that? How frustrating was it to be watching the game and probably looking at different plays going, man, I know I could do this. I could help here. I could help there. It was What was that time off the field like? Uh, I mean, the time off was like cool for about three days just because I got to sleep more. But <laughs> like after that, it was I mean, it was it was more boring. Um, like, I, I mean, watching the game for the games for me was was I mean, obviously, I'm going to support my team, but it was tough just because it was like it was like dangling something in front of my face. that I couldn't have, you know, and I, I, I mean, I wanted to be out there. I wanted to play and I just I, I couldn't at the time. So it was it was tough. Yeah, did you talk to anybody during that time about that that part of it, Abe? Because I mean, you you definitely you get hurt in this in this business, and just how to handle that uh, emotionally and psychologically. Anybody help you out with that? Uh, I mean, everybody was pretty was pretty cool, and like in terms of just telling me to keep my spirits up and stuff. And I wasn't like I didn't get like depressed or anything like that. I was just kind of chomping at the bit to get back out there, you know, and trying to take advantage of the of the time off and doing what I could do to stay active, I guess. So I did a lot of, just did a lot of treatment and was working out and all that stuff. Is this a situation, Abe, where you're just going to have to manage it through your career or is this something you think you can, you can get over eventually? We don't know a ton of details, but is this a management situation? Sure. I mean, I'm going to, um, I can't go like super far into detail about it. Um, but I'm going to get it handled in the off season. So, I mean, rest assured it'll be, it'll be taken care of. Yeah. Hey, so you get thrown back into the fire. You get 41 snaps at, at Dallas, uh, about 60% of the plays, and then 90% this last week against San Francisco and a couple of tough opponents there, guys like uh, Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa. Uh, how, how did you feel, you know, and how do you feel now as far as, you know, soreness and, you know, really the only way to get in shape for playing football is, is by playing football, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel I feel pretty good, all things considered. I don't think it's like um, I mean, I, I I don't think it's as bad as it was. It certainly doesn't feel as bad as it was. Um, you know, obviously there's still things to clean up, like as far as technique and such goes. But um, you know, that's what we're working on. That's what practice is for. I'm working on it. I'm I'm getting back into it. I'm feeling good about it. Hey, Abe, you had obviously Geno's the starter for this team, but he couldn't go in this last game, so you had Drew out there. How much does that change? what you guys do does it change your approach at all or we, hey we got to hold the blocks longer not as long we got to be able to do this better not as much or is it just hey it doesn't matter who's back there the game plan is exactly as it is i mean for me personally i kind of just um look at look at it all as kind of the same um i mean different quarterbacks have different tendencies obviously but you know i have to protect at the end of the day we have to protect at the end of the day we got to make our quarterback feel comfortable whoever that is and you know i thought drew played uh very well you know i don't i don't think that there was a any sort of like let off or let down or anything he came in and he was ready um he was locked in and um you know was happy to block for him 
Hey, Abe, so you've been switching uh, uh, time with uh, Jason Peters, guys almost 42 years old, and just uh, what were you able to sort of glean from him as far as, you know, a guy that's been in the league a long time? Is he, uh, has he been you know, helping you out or giving you tips or anything like that? I mean, that's, that's a, a wealth of, uh, of experience and knowledge there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I could put it any better. He's, uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's been around a long, long time and um, has a lot of, a lot of knowledge that he's just kind of passing on to the rest of us, you know, and like his, what was work, what works for him and his play style and stuff that we can incorporate into our, I say our, like me and uh, the rest of the guys who are in the O-line room. Um, but, um, you know, just things that we could take into our arsenal and use them if we decide to. And, you know, and having a guy like that who's, I mean, who's been in the league for like half of his life, essentially, up to this <laughs> point, you know, like um, he knows, the, the tricks of the trade, you know, so it, it's good to be around. Abe, what's the uh, what's the vibe in the building in that locker room now? I mean, the, these games haven't gone the way you wanted, and you know you got four games left. It, it's amazing how quickly the season goes. But is it is there a different sense of urgency now, or what, what's what's the feeling there? Uh, I mean, I, the sense of urgency. I don't. I, I mean, I think that's always been there. Um, but I think. Yeah, I mean, we just got to start really, really start going here. Um, you know, it's at some point it's gonna it's gonna have to be. You know, we can't be okay with losing. You know, I know for myself at least that's how I'm thinking about it. And you know, just trying to, um, you know, just really capitalize on these last four opportunities. Hey, Abe, uh, I think for us fans, we look at, you know, games like this and go, wow, this one's going to be really tough. But then, you know, the next week, maybe we can get that one and this one and just kind of go through. I, I just remember, you know, every week looking at opponents going, I don't care what their record is, man. These guys, these guys can play. Just kind of tell us about that process every week. And you guys don't really even look at like stats or, or, or records or anything like that, probably as much as you do. Like, this is the game plan. This is the guy I'm facing. Kind of take us through the difference of how you look at it as as a player as opposed to a fan. Yeah, I mean, if we were to look at things and say like, oh, well, we're not going to get this one, but maybe we'll get this one. Then I mean, you're really leaving up your season a chance because you know, if you if you look at it like that, you mean you're probably confident maybe in like fifty percent of the things you do instead of walking in with like full confidence of regardless of who you're playing. You know, I mean, and there's. If you look at the history of the league in, in regular season playoffs and even the, like the Super Bowl, I mean, there's been lots of, of teams that weren't supposed to be there that made it there because they had that mindset of, no, it doesn't matter who we're playing against. You know, we're a professional organization, too, and we have professional athletes. It doesn't matter who you go against. You know, I mean, you're just you're here to compete and you're here to win, you know, regardless of, of who they may have across from you. You know, we were talking about the running backs in this last game with Charbonnet and Kim Walker back out there. And, you know, in totality, Abe, it wasn't a huge day. I think they had 70 total yards uh, rushing on the day. But, man, they had some impressive, you know, just I am not going down kind of runs. Like, you're going to have to bring the house. Does that, as an O-lineman, when you see those guys, when you see Walker spinning out and just he's, he's kind of pinballing between defenders, does that get you guys fired up, get you hyped? Oh, yeah, I love the way that both of them run. I mean, I think Ken's more of the elusive runner who's, you know, going to try to put you on skates but does have that have that tough, toughness to use. And then Zach's just a guy who loves contact and, you know, tries to run through people and looks for it. And so I appreciate that um, that style of play from both of them. 
Hey, Abe, so just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're a man of faith. You've got an awesome intensity about you. Just kind of tell us about your approach to, to football and, and life. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not like a, a super animated person or anything like that. I mean, I, I look at this as more of like a job to do, you know, like this is my, this is my profession that I'm currently in right now. And I, I believe it's to be taken as serious as possible. I don't, you know, I'm not really into the whole theatrics of everything. I mean, this, it, it's, is it fun? Yeah, but it's also, it's very, very difficult, but you know, I mean, in order to do things diff- that are difficult well you kind of just have to dive into them head first and try to be as focused as you can so i mean my whole thing is like punching the clock and showing up to work that's just kind of my mindset about it all hey before we let you get out of here i gotta ask you about washington state and the pac-12 what just from the outside as a cougar alum watching the i guess just watch this conference dissolve now and you got two teams left with your alma mater and uh, oregon state being the other what what are your feelings when you see that because it for, from our perspective we're looking and go, man, it, it feels surreal. Like there's no Pac-12, and it just it's it's an odd feeling as a guy that was in it. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate just because like, I mean, the Pac-12 has a lot of history behind it, and a lot of like high caliber teams and a lot of high caliber players have come out of the Pac-12. Um, I think I think where you know the Pac-12 really met its downfall was like it had very poor leadership. Like if you look at a guy like Larry Scott, Larry Scott was an idiot. So, I mean, he didn't really, he didn't really do anything (laughs) correct. Um, And so he kind of left, I mean, it was just kind of like a, I mean, forgive my language, but a sandwich walking in either way, you know? And, and so, you know, what do you do with that when you're already at the tail end? Well, it's like, okay, can you really fix it? Can you really manage it? Or, and, you know, I mean, I understand the business side. I get people, I get that they're leaving, you know, for money deals and all that stuff. It's just, I mean, for me being a WSU alum, obviously it's unfortunate that WSU kind of got left behind and even Oregon state. I mean, I like Oregon state. I've always liked Oregon state. Um, but you know, I mean, now is it, I mean, this is not something that you can necessarily control. So now it's kind of like, okay, well, what are the cards we, we were dealt and how do we work with it? And, you know, they're going to have to, the higher ups and, you know, president, AD coaches and all that, they're gonna have to figure something out. So we'll see what happens. Well, we appreciate your honesty there, Abe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's good to see you back on the field, man. First and foremost, it's it's probably got to feel like a huge relief to you. So so, congrats on that. Hopefully, the rest of the season goes the way we're all hoping for, and we wish you nothing but the best. Thanks so much for the time, as always. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me. There you go. And there's Abe Lucas. I only wish he'd be more forthcoming as to how he felt about uh, Larry Scott and the Pac-12 and all of that, but. Did our best with him. Uh, Seahawks Player Spotlight is presented by Quantum Fiber.